solo esthetician here in Lafayette, Louisiana. Tonight I have a special guest, Miss Hannah. You guys might have remembered her from the other episode that I had her on where I was in the hot seat. And as always, she brought an animal in here with her and that is a little kitten that her mom and her rescued. And so we've been super distracted by it and definitely not wanting to do this podcast, but it's okay because it's inspiring us, right, Hannah? Oh, yeah. It's inspiring, <laughs> it's inspiring us to be lazy because he's all cuddled up and we just want to be just like that. Um, so tonight's episode, we're actually going to be going over three really popular questions that people ask me all the time and ask other estheticians and other um, skincare questions that are, are pretty pretty common. And the first one is, is it true that SPF is bad for your skin? If so, what should we be using instead? Hannah, I don't know. What do you think about this one? I don't know. I use it every day because somebody told me to. Yeah, I told you (laughs) to. That's a good answer. That's a very good answer. Yeah, no, I've heard I've heard about this question and I've heard about people saying, oh my gosh, sunscreen is actually bad for you. You shouldn't even be using it because my mom, she hates sunscreen. She thinks that like sunscreen is the one that actually gives you skin cancer, which is ridiculous because it's not true. And I try to explain that to her all the time, but it's it's it is an area that's still being researched. And the reason why is because there's two different types of sunscreens. You have chemical and you have physical Chemical sunscreens, they contain carbon compounds and shield the skin from the sun's harmful rays by absorbing them, whereas physical sunscreens, which typically contain zinc oxide and or titanium dioxide, sit on top of the skin and deflect the rays. Um, So obviously some people are concerned that sunscreens, especially those ones with chemicals, are being absorbed through the skin and cause free radical damage. But guess what, guys? The sun without sunscreen causes free radical damage as well. So it, it's, it really is not going to make a difference. Um, free radical damage can really be prevented by antioxidants, which is a really good um, it's part of your serum, which is supposed to be implemented into your skincare regimen anyways, which is like vitamin C and retinol. Um, but... To be honest, there's so many studies out there and there's really so many little studies that really claim that sunscreen's bad for you. Um, But if, in my opinion, and if I were to give you my answer, I would say stick with physical sunscreen because that's gonna help deflect the sun rays um, a little bit better than your chemical ones because they don't decompose as easily through the skin under sun exposure. So they typically have a longer lifespan. Is that like the zinc sunscreen that lifeguards use on their noses so it's like all white all the time? I don't know. You said earlier zinc. Zinc? Just, that makes me Zinc is actually lens. really good for acne too. Yeah. If you take zinc tablets or if you have zinc in your skincare, that's really good for acne um, treatment. So zinc 
oxide I know is not true like truly zinc but zinc oxide is definitely not going to be clogging you so I know a lot of people are worried about sunscreen clogging your pores mm-hmm. um, but finding the best sunscreen especially you know going with more of a professional line because you know me I'm always about my Hale and Hush SPF that is my absolute favorite hands down it's like a whipped sunscreen it's super lightweight and when you sweat it's not like it's dripping down your face and getting in your eyes it's really really nice um and that that's a physical one as well what did it do oh my gosh it's like silent meowed sorry silently meowed oh my god and oh gosh we love oh my gosh <laughs> guys i'm gonna take a picture right now because that is the most adorable thing ever hold on this is pathetic okay wait no Oh, so this kitten, she's giving it to somebody else because she can't keep it because she gets itchy on her face. But I'm pretty sure this kitten has claimed her as mommy. And she's looking at me like she wants to kill me. I know, but it's true. I can't keep it. I'm I know. a dog. I'm a dog mama. I know, me too. So the second really most common question is the best way to treat a blemish. And this one can go a lot of different ways. Um, Depending on the blemish that you experience, there's so many different types of blemishes. You have whiteheads, you have blackheads, you have cystic acne, you have ones that are just like, where did this come from? It's like outer space. It's like an alien on top of my forehead. So (laughs) we all get those ones that are just like, what is this? Is this this an alien? Like, am I giving birth? to something foreign on my face because it feels like it. Um, If it's a single blemish, um, easiest way is by a spot treatment um, that either contains benzoyl peroxide or salicylic acid. Um, If you're experiencing breakouts all over your face, then we need to really reconsider what you're using to wash your face, moisturize, serum, etc. Your sun exposure, what you're intaking for food and water um, because overall blemishes all over the face um, can mean something more than just your simple one or two pimples on the face and you know I understand that completely just because I do deal with blemishes all over my face from time to time right now I've got about well I got about four or five but I do have one that is under my eye and it is extremely painful and it is blowing up my eyes so what I did is I actually put a little bit of benzoyl peroxide um, a little bit of salicylic acid just to reduce the inflammation and I've been using a cold compress ice is actually one of your best friends when it comes to blemishes if you're experiencing a cyst or any type of inflamed pustule, getting an ice cube and putting it on there for about five to 10 minutes, letting it dry, and then putting your spot treatment on, it's gonna help really reduce that inflammation and it's gonna stop that bacteria from multiplying and causing a lot more problems than if you didn't. So um, that kind of leads us into the third question, why is my skin so oily? I actually hear this skin problem skincare question all the time and you know why it's because we live in louisiana as i was gonna say yeah it's the south <laughs> it's the south we are in an extremely humid climate we have hot days throughout the year 365 days a year and 
the humidity is at least 60 to 70 percent every single day so sometimes it's not even oil sometimes it's just our skin perspiring sweat like that's pretty much it um, but if you're not in a very high you know temperature climate and you are experiencing oil and excessive shine on a daily basis there's there's two main reasons as to why you're experiencing that um, the first one is because you may be experiencing overproductive sebaceous glands having overproductive sebaceous glands means that there's a lot of inflammation in the body which can result from you know your gluten intake from allergies from different foods that you're eating um, working out a lot any inflammation that is happening on a daily basis can stimulate your hormones and stimulate your sebaceous glands which then creates oil and clogs your pores and as the day goes on your skin becomes hot cold hot cold well this content that's sitting in your pores that oil can become liquefied solidified liquefied solidified and that's what's going to cause your blackheads congestion pimples whatever second reason as to why you're probably experiencing oil production that's excessive is because you're actually using too alkaline of products or you're using too harsh of a cleanser or skincare products that are stripping away all of your natural oils on your skin. Um, and what happens is when you strip away all the oils and all the natural oil um, sebum that comes out of your pores, um, you are gonna trick your body into thinking that it needs extra and so what it does is it overcompensates and creates extra oil for your body and that's what's going to give that greasy shine it's kind of like washing your hair that's why our hairdressers say not to oh you're awake you're awake hello that was a good little nap huh okay oh oh my gosh please don't get rid of this kitten I mean, it's just moving three minutes away, in all honesty. Okay, all right. You can come back whenever, but... Back on track, though. If you are experiencing excessive oil shine, like I said, it's most likely because you're using something too harsh or too alkaline, which is stripping away all of your natural oils. Um, so that is the top three questions that you know i hear on a daily basis from my clients i even looked up online the top three questions those are the top three questions um and if this is a little bit more of a shorter podcast and not as upbeat i do apologize i've been working my butt off trying to get my room together um, so that business can be up and running again and i've definitely underestimated how much work it was going to take you know i figured i was just going to move you know from one location to another throw up some paint and call it a day but guys that is the last thing that happened and everything seems to be just taking a turn for itself um but yeah no it's it's been crazy, but you know, it's also been really rewarding to just see the progress that's been coming about. And I'm sure for Hannah, like, it's been cool for you to see, like, since I was in this room to now, just there's it's, nothing. there's nothing in this room. We're actually in my old room and it's just so weird to see. And, uh, 
it gets me excited. But um, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and a beautiful night. Um, and Hannah and the kitten, what do you how do you guys have anything to say? Good night. Good night. I woke the cat up. <laughs> now it's ready to play. I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I know Daisy's outside uh, of the door, just like whining, wanting to come in. Makes me feel bad for my own dog too. Yeah. But I had a kitty in the house, and now it's like, mom doesn't love me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so. Oh my gosh. Okay. See, this is why I can't keep it, because then I wouldn't pay attention to my dog. That's true. That's why I can't keep it. And then Stella would get so upset. Yep. All right, guys. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or any of that, if you want any more information on booking with me or guest setting up some type of consultation, you guys can visit my website, amandavictoriaesthetics.com. You guys can figure out... Um, what day and time works best for you as far as consultation um, and just really kind of dive into the stuff that I have on my website because I have a lot of good stuff on there that um, oh oh hello oh the kitten <laughs> just came over hi she, dude she has a thing about being underneath people oh yeah, but anyways, take take a gander around amandavictoriaesthetics.com. I got some really neat stuff. Um, you guys can book online. You can find services, my prices, booking, everything. Like, oh, my God, it's so cute. Are you taking a picture? Too big for it. I can't deal with this. Okay, anyways, we got to get off this podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, have a wonderful day and a beautiful night, and I'll see you guys next Thursday. Make sure to follow me on Instagram oh, at, oh, here comes Daisy, at ab.aesthetics. <laughs> Bye, guys. No one's gonna love you more.